Hey, my friend, it's Dr. Tracy, and this is Kingdom Recovery just for today. Today, my topic is, are you going to be a victim or are you going to be a victor? Paul said this, the Apostle Paul said this in our big book, the Bible. He said, oh, wretched man that I am. You know, when you're in your addiction or when you're in your sorrow or your shame or your pain, you might feel really wretched when you're sitting there and, and you're paying consequences for choices you made, you might feel really wretched. When you're sitting on that toilet having to give a drug test, you might feel really wretched, right? When you're standing before the court of the law and you're being held accountable for the action you made, you might feel really wretched. When you're paying a fine or you're admitting a truth about and you're telling your story, you might feel really wretched, but there's good news. Paul said, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death, this environment or atmosphere of death? Who shall deliver me from this body of death? And he said this, I thank my God through my Lord Jesus Christ, who always causes me to triumph. So he was saying, I can't deliver myself, but there is a deliverer. He is the God who has delivered, is delivering, and will yet deliver. And Paul said, I thank my God that through my Lord Jesus Christ, who always causes me to triumph. So there is no one on the planet that cannot triumph. You choose to be a victim. Victim mentality or a mindset is that everybody has treated me unfair. And if you're really going to recover, you have to come to the place and you've got to suck it up and say, look, life's not always fair. And people might not have done me right, but I don't have to live there. I don't have to stay there. There's hope for me and I can be a victor. I can have victory over this. I can have victory over this shame. You know, the one way I got victory over um, fear and abandonment and rejection and shame, um, and, and that came from the root of that, those feelings, those, those behaviors, was that I had been molested by my grandfather. And the way I got free from that is I wrote a book because I tried to talk to my family and tell them, hey, grandpa's abusing me and they remained silent because of saving face with the family and they told me I just needed to keep quiet and they didn't come to my rescue. I don't hold any unforgiveness toward them. That's just what happened. It is what it is. For whatever reason they did it, they didn't protect me. They just told me, stay away from me. And um, I went through that for, for several years. I was devastated that the people that God had sent in my life to protect me did not protect me. Then a lot of things happened. And I went to different people in the family and I tried to get clarity, I tried to get wholeness, but everybody you know, would either define me as I was, I was asking for it, or oh, that didn't really happen, or you're making a mountain out of a molehill, and oh, we don't wanna talk about it, we don't talk about those things. And it was keeping me bound. It was keeping me bound to rejection. It was keeping me bound to a victim mentality. And I had to come to the place that I told my own story. And you know, the way I could tell that story, because they were all alive and everybody was still kicking, you know, and I didn't want to shame anybody, but I had to get free. And so the way I got free is I wrote a book and I told other people's story and my story mixed in it. So no one knew which was me and which was other people, but I was able to get it out of my spirit. And there's a story like that. And the way I, I found that truth was there was a story of a girl named Tamar in the Bible whose stepbrother, raped her 
and her father, the king, sent her to feed her brother because he lied and said he was sick, but what he really had plans to do was rape his sister, and she was his half-sister. And so when he raped her, she begged him to marry her to remove some of the shame. He refused. And the Bible says that she left there and tore her garments, which was a sign that I am no longer a virgin, I'm no longer pure, and I'm no longer worthy of the things of the kingdom of a king. I'm a daughter of a king, right? And so she wept and she went to her other brother's house and he kept her in his house. He eventually took the, the responsibility and revenge and killed the other brother and ended up his own demise as well because he held that bitterness. Instead of healing, they chose revenge and they chose vengeance instead of allowing the Lord to judge it. But it says there that Tamar remained desolate for the rest of her life. She remained a destitute woman in shame and in pain the rest of her life. And when I read that story, I'm thinking, wow, that's me. I'm living in shame. I, I'm living in this, this, this thing, this cloud over me of what happened to me instead of living in today. And so I had to heal. And the way God showed me to heal is to write my story because I wasn't bold enough to tell my story. But once I wrote my story and I got that out on paper and I got that out in print, then I was able to talk about it. And I told people, and every time I tell my story, I get more and more free. And I want you to know something. There's a promise in the word of God, the big book, about this part of recovery. God will do harm to those who harm you. Now, he does give all of us an opportunity to repent. But should we not repent, God will do harm. He will shorten the life of an evil person. He will cut off a generation. He will cut off a family line. He will take care of you. You don't have to worry about it. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. Cast your burden on the Lord because he cares for you. Amen. God cares for you today. And no matter what pain you've been carrying, I want you to know that there's hope in Christ and there's hope in the truth of God's word. And there is freedom to recover from whatever happened in your life. And, and you don't have to live in the secrets and the shame. Because um, Jesus said, I carried your sorrow to the cross. I carried your pain to the cross. So today, I just want to tell you, it's okay to tell your story. Your story has power. Your testimony has power. Your testimony can change other people's lives. I'm going to talk about that in another video. But uh, I'm just going to close it right here and just say, look, there's hope for you. You don't have to stay and remain in pain. You can be free if you want to be. You can be free. You can be free if you want to be. Have a great day and make a choice to recover, to get back everything that was stolen or lost from you and return to a normal state of health, mind, and strength. Because that's what recovery really is. Returning to a state of a normal life of soundness of mind, health, and strength.